You are now listening to the Saints Edify podcast. I'm your host, Arturo, and I would like to thank you once again for tuning in. This ministry stands to edify the saints while engaging the non-believing world, meaning we aim to build up and challenge Christians as much as we promote evangelism. All for God's glory. If you would like to reach out to me personally, visit our contact page at www.saintsedify.com. You're also welcome to join us in discussion on Facebook. Search for The Roundtable, Christian Discussion and Debate. It's the group ran by Saints Edified. Finally, if you would like to support this ministry, you may visit our Patreon page. You can become a monthly contributor of any amount, even $1, 2 or $10, or anything helps to push this ministry forward. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a positive review. That actually does help the platform. Well, friends, enjoy the episode. Hey friends, I know it's been a while since I've uploaded a podcast episode. I apologize for that. There's been a lot going on. You know, while this whole COVID thing is is uh, causing people to um, you know, lose their jobs and all that, and and uh, and and you know, on the bright side, they get to spend more time with family and friends. Um, but uh, for me, on the other hand, it's been a little bit. It's actually been busier than usual. And I just haven't been able to put too much time into the podcast, so I apologize for that. Um, however, I, I do want to give you guys a couple updates. If you guys follow me on Facebook, on uh, Saint Certified um, Facebook page, and also in the, at the Roundtable, you guys will know that I was trying to possibly make Saint Certified into a nonprofit. Um, however, after doing more research and talking to a few people. Um, you know, even some consulting with with a uh, with a gentleman that runs a podcast that that specializes in in nonprofit uh, ministries and and just different uh, just different things that people want to do with you know by by making their business into a nonprofit. Um, after talking to him and doing more research, I realized that I, I just, at this point it's not the right time to to do that. And one reason why I wanted to do that was because um, I wanted to. To use Saint Edified as a way, as as a vehicle to to support a minister in Uganda that I've known for a while now, he's a Reformed Baptist, um, and um, a few friends, um, including myself, we've been donating money, and um, and I just wanted a way for other businesses to you know at least be motivated to to donate, and they could use it as a write off. But unfortunately, we couldn't do that. It's okay, you know. God is sovereign. Um, we're we're still looking at different ways on how to do that, but for now, that's been put on on pause. Um, I'm just going to continue using Saints Edify the way I the way I, how I have been. Um, also with the podcast. Uh, now, earlier in the year, I mentioned that I was going to do a Christology series. However, that takes a lot of time, um, and it's about Christ. You know, I don't I don't want to get that that wrong. So, um, I put that on hold. And uh, for what I've been studying this year. And it's something I didn't plan to, but it just happened. Was um, assurance, assurance, and uh, and the canon, uh, so scripture. Um, these two things I've been studying a lot uh, this whole year, and you know we're already in May, almost in June, and um, and I just figured why not just share what I read um, as much as I can. You know, if I could just share what I read, give a few thoughts. And hopefully it encourages you guys. Um, and maybe I could just do that on, da- on, on a daily basis or every other day. Um, so you might notice a more generic intro and outro to the podcast. That's because I'm going to spend less time editing and just 
um, the time that I, that I that I that I will use to uh, to work on the podcast will just be to record and post, you know, and hopefully um, you know that's edifying for you guys and encouraging. So yeah, uh, that's all I got to say this time around. Um, one thing that I've been studying lately, uh, as I said, is um, is assurance. So right now I'm actually reading a book. Uh, let me see if I can just open up my Kindle really quick. I just got a new Kindle, so I have a book on here that I've been reading. Let me see if I can just get it open really quick. Um, sorry, guys. Like I said, I'm going to spend less time editing and more time just uh, focusing on the content and just posting. So, uh, yeah, I, I've been I've been um, reading a book by. Let me just get the title really quick. It's called uh, The Assurance of Faith by Louis Burkhoff. So Burkhoff, uh, a lot of us, you know, are familiar with his works. Um, you know, he's, he's one guy I haven't read too much. I, I, I mean, I've read a lot of articles and and things like that, but I never really read a full book of his. And um, I, I've looked at some of his other work. I just never really read it straight through. So this is the first thing I'm reading um, by Burkhoff. And I, I just I just found what he had to say was just so helpful, um, and and in the first couple of chapters he he talks about the history of assurance and where people, um, especially Catholics, where they disagreed with the reformers on this issue. Uh, one thing that I learned um, was that Augustine taught that faith um, includes assurance that you can't really separate the two, and. Catholics would actually agree with that. However, what they do is they try to make a distinction between um, assurance that, that's faith in itself uh, versus assurance that we can attain. And according to the Catholics, we can't have that kind of assurance. So um, that's that's where, uh, you know, again, Augustine doesn't really uh, explain too much in that. But however, the Roman Catholics and Reformed, they try to claim Augustine in that area, but he doesn't speak too much on it. So, um, you know, really seeing what he wrote on assurance and faith and seeing what, for example, what Calvin wrote on assurance of faith, it seems to me uh, pretty clear what Augustine meant. Um, now, what do you guys think? Do you guys think that we can actually have assurance, full assurance right now, or is that something that we just won't have until we're in glory? And uh, the reform, well, I shouldn't say the reform because there's some, dis there actually are some disagreements within the reform camp, but for the most part, reform theology teaches that we can have full assurance. We can have that confidence that we are saved. Um, now, the question is how, right? Um, but before we before we explain that, I just kind of still want to share a little bit on on the reform position on um, on faith. Now I have right here. Let me open up my notes really quick. Um, yeah, I have right here uh, some quotes by John Calvin in his in his Institutes, and I think you guys will find uh, pretty encouraging. Uh, for one, he he actually defines what faith is. And you see how he actually includes in that definition um, assurance of salvation. He says this in Institutes 327. We shall now have a full definition of faith if we say that it is a firm and sure knowledge 
of the divine favor toward us, founded on the truth of a free promise in Christ, and revealed to our to our minds and sealed on our hearts by the Holy Spirit. So again, what is faith? It's firm and sure knowledge. Okay, and in this case, uh, firm and sure knowledge in the gospel and the promises of the gospel and the personal work, the person and work of Christ. Um, so. With that being said, uh, the question does come up, you know, well, does that mean that uh, when we doubt or when we are weak, when it comes to assurance, does that mean we no longer have that faith or or what's up with that? Because that could be a little confusing, right? But at the same time, though, um, you know, uh, if we just continue reading his his, uh, institutes a few sections down, um, I'm sorry, actually, yeah, about a few sections down and institute... um, 3.2.17. He actually talks about this. He, here's what he says. But it will be said that this differs widely from the experience of believers who, in recognizing the grace of God toward them, not only feel dis, uh, disquietude, this often happens, but sometimes tremble, overcome with terror, so violent are the temptations which assail their minds. This uh, uh, scarcely seems consistent with certainty of faith. Okay, so right here he's actually admitting that what we, how we experience faith, is not so consistent with how he defined faith, right? So, so he he says that this is a, an issue that he needs to solve right here. He says, I'll continue reading. It is necessary to solve this difficulty in order to maintain the doctrine above laid down. When we say that faith must be certain and secure, we certainly speak not of a uh, not of an assurance which is never affected by doubt, nor a security which anxiety never assails. We rather maintain that believers have a perpetual struggle with their own distrust and are thus far from thinking that their consciences possess a, a placid, quiet, uninterrupted by anxiety. So the, what Calvin basically says is that, yeah, faith, it, it's certain, it's secure, it's firm, it's and it's sure, right? Sure knowledge, okay. But part of that too, um, and 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 I, I will I will talk about this in a little bit. Um, I, I won't quote Calvin anymore, but I'll definitely look into a reformed, um, a reformed uh, article. Uh, but um, one thing that that we also think about when we think of assurance of salvation is not that we're just saved right now, right? We don't believe that we can lose this salvation. So part of having assurance is being assured that God keeps his children. And um, when, we, when we look at the Canons of Dort, right, it was a response to the Arminians. In Article 11, um, let me see, Article 511, I believe. Uh, I messed up on my notes here, so I have to bear with me. <laughs> but I'm sure you'll be able to find it. Here's what it says. The scripture moreover testifies that believers in this life have to struggle with various carnal doubts, and that under grievous temptations they are not always sensible of this full assurance of faith and certainty of, and certainty of persevering. But God, who is the Father of all consolation, does not suffer them to be tempted above that they are able, but will, but will with the temptation also make a way of escape that they may be able to endure it. 1 Corinthians 10.13. 
and by the Holy Spirit again inspires them with a comfortable assurance of persevering. So again, assurance comes with, per, you know, with, with knowing that you will persevere even in your weakness and temptation. Uh, and um, God will provide a way of escape. Uh, so, you know, in that article, they reference First uh, Corinthians ten thirteen. It was a promise uh, from God to His children, and um, and so, so so we have this assurance that even when we doubt, even when we doubt, there's assurance in our hearts that God will rescue us. So. That's that's a reformed view of faith and assurance. Um, there's so much more I want to say, but I might save that for tomorrow or another day. Um, this book by Burkhoff has been very helpful. I encourage I encourage you guys to check it out. It's uh, it's pretty cheap on on Kindle. So, um, well, that's all I got for you guys. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope it was edifying and encouraging for you. Please subscribe to the podcast to be notified for future uploads. Also, please consider supporting the ministry if you believe it's accomplishing what it aims to do. That is, edifying the saints while engaging the non-believing world. In case you didn't know already, Saints Edified is on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Be sure to check out our other uh, social media accounts for more content. Once again, thank you for listening. Until next time, friends. Sola Dea Gloria.